Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back to Trot's Life. Get involved in the conversation. 0499-736-736. And it's that time of the week again where we're joined by Matt Lepard. Matt, uh, mate, uh, how are you? And uh, whereabouts are you today? Hey, Tobes. I'm good, mate. Um, I'm just at home, as per usual, in my office. And literally 30 seconds ago, the fields from Melton came out. So I've just noticed my horse... Credit Master has drawn inside back row in the Group 1 Trotters Grand Prix. Oh, he's come back to Melbourne, has he? He's come back to Melbourne, and then he'll go back up to Sydney next week for the $100,000 race up there. So back-to-back $100,000 races, hopefully he can... Um, well, he went well on the weekend, showed a return to form. Um, yep. So we're more or less uh, forgetting about what happened the week before, and, and he'll be fitter again this week and next week. So she'll be peaking by Sydney next week, but uh, it was good to see him somewhere back towards getting towards form again. Yep, 100%, mate. Uh, we might have a little tip away here. You've got plenty to get through. So uh, you're kicking off in race seven at Cranbourne. Yeah, so this is um, this is the fast class race of the night, so the 61 to 72 Raiders. And I've backed a horse here that uh, did race in Metro grade last time, and that's number five, Mr. Macedon, uh, for Ever Justice and Shane Hoban. So this horse has been very consistent for a while now, sort of, bordering on on metropolitan grade horse and i just reckon the class drop here getting back to to sort of country level versus what it ran against last time where they went 151 around melton i just think this is a much more suitable race so even though it was beaten a long way last time at melton its own personal time was still around the 154 mark at melton which i think is still a good enough sort of performance to go pretty close here um it was a poorly it was a poorly named horse by better than cheddar out of black and yellow they could have come up with you know Blue cheese or something for the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Ever Just is actually a really promising young driver too. I, oh. I actually, I think she's come a long way in a very short time. When she actually drives her dad's horses, I'm actually more confident backing her than I am backing John these days. Oh, wow. John and me rapt to hear that and filthy at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think from the draw, Mr. Macedon can probably push forward at the start. Wildcard to Scott Ewan will probably be driven pretty aggressively, but I'm not sure if it's quite got the class of some of these. So as long as Ever Justice can get into a pretty prominent position early and and, um, and hopefully get some running line cover, then I think she can just about win. So that's race seven, number five, Mr. Macedon. Race nine, uh, number five, I'm Eugene. is being tipped by Darren Carroll. He was on Giddy Up. He tipped uh, race nine, number five, I'm Eugene, and race two, number five, Montana Pride. We might uh, catch up on that a bit later in the show, but are you with I'm Eugene as well? I am, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not normally one to go back and Kenny tip it, but I think he ticks a lot of boxes here in this race. I'm Eugene. So uh, I think the mile suits, the front row draw suits, he's got gate speed. Ken's quite an aggressive driver, so I think if he pushes the button at the start, there's a fair chance that he might find the front. I think Little Safari, drawing the one, might be happy to take the sit. Uh, and, and I'm Eugene, on the pegs, rolling along over the mile around Cranbourne, gets his chance. He's uh, He's been 270 into 220, uh, and a deserved clear favourite. Um, I don't think he'll start any shorter than that, because punters don't generally... Um, 
uh, like backing Kenny Tippett at the short. So if you do want to back it, I don't think you need to dive straight into the current price. I think it's short enough now, but it may just drift a little bit again late. Um, but as long as it finds the front, it'll be very, very hard to run down. So that's race uh, nine, number five. I'm Eugene at Cranbourne. Over to Menangle, mate. Race three, and this is intriguing. There's a first starter for... Uh, McCarthy's a dollar ninety. Uh, Roy Roots has got one in it at three dollars twenty. That's had two starts. Where'd you settle here? Yeah, pretty keen on the first starter for McCarthy here called Dat Lu, which is a Kiwi bred import. Um, it has trialed. Uh, its trials have looked good. It's won both the trials, but it hasn't really ran time. It's only gone one fifty six at its most recent trial. But the way that it did it <laughs> indicated to me that it's capable of probably going a bit a fair bit quicker than one fifty six. So. Uh, and when McCarthy gets these Kiwi imports, they generally can run a bit. So it looks like it's got gate speed based on its trials. Uh, so it's got the option here of leading, or it can take the sit on number six, All-Star Magician, who has gate speed and will look to lead and probably roll along if it does find the pegs. So it's got options. Um, the other danger was in the sky for Roy Roots, and it's uh, also a former Kiwi that's had a couple of runs but I'm just not quite sure about it on what we've seen. I don't think it's got the gate speed to just blast across and find the pegs. So if its main danger is on the pegs and in disguise off the pegs, it's going to find it a bit tougher. So very much in the corner of that Lou for Luke McCarthy and Belinda McCarthy. That's race three, number one. I'll be cheering for the eight, like Toyson Dior, because Cam Hart's my captain this week. Uh, race, oh, right. <laughs> race five. I won't ask who yours is, but uh, I'd be going Cam Hart if I was going anyone. Race five, number eight, the Black Prince. Cam Hart on board, $1.60. Is he going to get the money? Um, I, I think he's short enough at the price. I've actually had a place bet here, and that's number three, five, Storm Red. Ooh, Jack okay. Trainer. Okay. Um, yeah, this is a, a metropolitan sort of quality field, mm. um, including a couple like, well, the Black Prince is a former Group 1 winner. He, this is for horses who weren't able to get a run at Menangle on Saturday night. So these are all ballots from the Metro meeting. So there's okay. a big range in ratings here. You've got Pops Boy drawn one as a 68 rater, and you've got Black Prince as a 113. So it's a bit harsh on the lower rating horse to get thrown in against the, the higher rating horses, but they're all thrown in together because they all missed a run and got balloted on Saturday night. So... I think the Firestorm Red form lines are actually pretty good. Uh, he's got gate speed. He should be able to get to the pegs across numbers one and two. I think he needs to run the gate hard enough and, and say no to pitch perfect and tuppence. Don't let them get across him at the start and then only hand up to either Major Jealous or the Black Prince. So it'll be interesting to see how Jack Trainer plays it here, but he's pretty good with his form, Jack Trainer. so he'll know what he needs to do to maximise his chances of of finishing the best possible position. I think if he is able to hold the lead early and then sit on one of the two big guns, then he should be able to run a place. His last run uh, in a Metro race a week and a half ago, they went 150.4 home in 55 flat behind the, the good Queensland some moment somewhere. And he came from four pegs, was shuffled out to last at the top of the straight and rattled down the outside to run fifth, only beaten 12 metres. Um and, and went past pitch perfect down the straight. So I've got him as a clear, clear third pick in the race. So I thought the place prices out there at the moment are absolutely super. I thought his place odds should be more around the 220, 230 sort of mark. So for those that don't mind a place bet, I think he's probably the best place bet anywhere today. That's race, race five, number three, Firestorm Red. Very good. Off the text machine. Good morning, Toby. Lock and Var Art just bolted in at Yonkers. Whilst at literally the same time, come on, Artie won at the Western Fair Harness. They crossed the line at the same time on a split screen. Bizarre. 
The double paid $55. Tony from Frankston South. Thanks, Tony, for sending that in. Uh, I didn't see that as uh, we are busy working away here, but uh, nice to see Lockenbar Art won again. He was massive. I can't believe the odds he went around at his first start over there. But anyway, race seven at Menangle. Matty, uh, I think you tipped Coral Stride last week, did you? Uh, yeah, and it was very disappointing. So we're not. Uh, we're not backing Ooh. it today at the very, Ooh. very short price. Um, I've had another place bet here, and that's number one, Radiant Amber. Um, she's the sort of mare that doesn't seem to win very often, but she loves running a place. Um, and she gets the draw here. She looks to map well, so Coral Stride should zip across to the pegs. Whether it then potentially takes a sit on Watch Me Dazzle or whether Watch Me Dazzle is, is posted in the breeze, regardless, either way, Radiant Amber is going to be either leaders back or three pegs following the two best horses in the race. Um, and therefore, as long as they don't burn up too hard through the first quarter, because she is a little bit weak and doesn't go as well when she's had to burn hard at the start. So we just want them to sort of amble through in a 27 or 28 first quarter, which is not that quick around an angle. And then she should be able to follow a helmet well enough to get into a place. So they were betting 2.30 earlier. Uh, if you stop around now, you can still get black figures. Um, there are betting companies still betting black figures. So I think she's a clear, clear third pick behind the two favourites in the race, Coral Stride and Watch Me Dazzle. And um, and we're just playing our maps like we did with Firestorm Red, hopefully leaders back or three pegs and getting the suck run and put the tow rope out. So that's race seven, number one for a place, Radiant Amber. Redcliffe uh, tonight or, no, this uh, afternoon? It's today. Yeah. Yeah, today. So, <laughs> So Redcliffe, uh, for the next week and a half, I think it is, they're, they're actually replacing all the Albion meetings with Redcliffe because they're doing a bit of work at at, at Albion Park over this next week and a half. They're yeah, finally okay. replacing the caller's box. Oh. Um, for those that have been to Albion Park in the last 15 years would notice that Chris <laughs> Barsby uh, is up on a sort of a temporary scaffolding-type setup. Um, yeah. And they're finally actually giving him uh, a bit of a more permanent structure, I believe. I saw some photos the other day, and uh, it's good to to see that the great man finally gets a bit more comfort compared to what he's been calling in for the last 15 years. So I think that's something to do with the work they're doing there this week, which is why all the meetings are at Redcliffe and not Albion this week. When the workers turned up and uh, walked on the first day, he said, they're off and pacing. <laughs> he's a great, he's a very good caller, Chris. He Barbie. is a very him. good caller. Uh, race so six. Yeah, race <laughs> six. Um, now, for those that aren't too familiar with Redcliffe, it's a tiny little tr- triangle track. It's only about 800 metres around, but it's very, very peg-dominated. Mm. Um, as long as it hasn't been raining, then it's very peg-dominated. Uh, and you really need to play your maps. Leader and leaders back is very much the place to be. And if the first sort of half a lap of the race is not that quick, then it more or less eliminates the majority of the field straight away, and it's too hard to make ground out wide. So... Row six, we're playing our maps. So I think number three, little Lionel James is the leader and n- number one, Mighty George, to sit behind it. And I think if we do get that set up, then I think Mighty George can actually have too much speed up the sprint lane and go past little Lionel James. So pretty keen here on Mighty George for Nerissa McMullen. Uh, he, he's not the sort of horse that I would expect to lead the race, but he does have enough speed to, to hold the back of the three and uh, has very, very good closing speed when, when left alone early. So... As long as the Maharani number two doesn't try and upset our map and we do get on the back of the three, then I think Almighty George can be too quick up the sprint lane. So that's race six, number one, Mighty George. Beautiful. Race eight at Redcliffe. Yep. So this is a, a veterans race. 
for the rating 70 to 99. So horses that are seven years or older. So it's more or less oh, yeah. like a glorified claimer. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a good initiative that, that Queensland started about two years ago. So that's sort of to help prolong the careers of these older horses, which is a good idea. Uh, and I'm, I'm with number five, it's Mr. Clooney here um, for Chantel Turpin. Um, normally, Pete McMullen drives this horse, but he's suspended at the moment. So Chantel, who is his wife and is the trainer of the horse, she takes the drive. And I think if he pushes forward and is very aggressive, Mr. Clooney might be able to find the front here. Uh, and if, if Clooney does find the front, I think he's pretty close to a good thing. If he's left in the breeze, he can still win the race. He's a very tough one pace sort of horse, so he'll still keep punching away if he's left in the breeze. But if he does roll to the top, then very, very hard to beat. So at around the 320 mark at the moment, they did bet $4 at one stage last night, but I think he's a deserved clear favourite because... Number one, roll one over, looks the early leader, but probably will end up taking a sit on Mr. Clooney if Clooney gets up to him within the first half a lap. So that's race eight, number five. It's Mr. Clooney to hopefully find the front and lead all the way. You were never in Mr. Freeze when it was at Matty Cravens, were you? No, no. But I, it's it's doing a real good job up in Queensland, that horse. has been up there for a while and just keeps earning and earning and earning and keep going around year after year. Uh, Josh Nelms is who I was thinking of. Josh Nelms is in the horse, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's who I was thinking of. Uh, right, now, Gloucester Park. You've just got the one at Gloucester Park in race seven. Yeah, so this is um, the faster class race for the night, and it's over the long trip to 2,500, which really brings those not drawn so well into the race. Um, over the 1,700 at Gloucester Park, it's, it's almost impossible to make ground because the leaders can keep rolling, but an extra lap, Gives a horse like Rock and Roll Elliot, number eight, a big chance to get into it tonight. So his figure form might not look that good. His last two runs have been 10th and 6th. But um, they were in races that were a bit stronger than this. And the 2,500 gives him a chance to really get up on the tempo at some stage. And he's good enough to breeze and win this, I think, as long as he can get to the breeze comfortably enough. Uh, but if the tempo is on, he's, happy. he's also capable of sitting back and just working into it three wide from the bell. So Jocelyn Young has options here. And I think he's the best horse in the race. Um, race seven, number eight, Rock and Roll Elliot. Hopefully can uh, finish off the night. Uh, it's only race seven there, but there's actually 12 races at Gloucester Park, so it's going to be a late finish for those betting at uh, midnight Victorian time. Will that be you, mate? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I like how you said Rock and Roll Elliot. There's an extra lap in the race, and the main danger is wait for the bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't miss those things. You know, you should know that. No, nah, very, very, very good. Speaking of waiting, uh, we might get you to wait there, mate. Uh, we'll get a break away and we'll come back and we'll have a little chat about, I suppose, Menangle on Saturday night.